Welcome to part 7 of an interview with Roman Harambura on his book The Dream Assassin, Volume 1. Let's continue. In your short intro to your future book called The Dream Assassin, Volume 2, on page 687, you stated in the intro that imagination is the beginning in discovering who we as a species truly are. Then you stated we as humanity are all magical beings of living consciousness. My question to you, Roman, are you speaking in a fictitious manner, meaning total fiction, or are you speaking in a non-fiction manner, saying that's truly what we as human beings are in reality? Okay. Um, I'm going to take a leap of faith. I've said this before, but I'll say it again, and it'll just reinforce uh, that there is more to life than just being physical. In humanity, as we are today, we literally live the body. We try to make the body so perfect, and yet we're still carnivores. We eat of the dead. You cannot grow consciously if you eat animals. There is no way, because meat turns to toxic, and it toxifies the body, and that's why there are hundreds of people in Australia every single week discovering that they have some form of bowel cancer. And the only reason they have that is because of the consumption of animal products. It literally ferments and turns toxic, which ends up in the blood system, causing all sorts of problems. I think one of the reasons we are the way we are, we can't step beyond what we are because we fear change. I wrote that book and I'm writing the second book because I want people not just to see it as a fictionist novel. I want people to see it as the possibilities that what this writer is expressing has some form of truth in its foundation. That's why I said it's a book of fiction with a strong touch of reality. What I said to you before in the other question, I think it was 21, we are living energy manifested through a form of consciousness into human bodies through a process of your parents, your mother becoming pregnant and you're born into the human world like the wheel of life, over and over and over again. When you're born, you're already born with disabilities, consciously, because you're going to think like your parents for a very long time, because their genetics flows through your blood. And blood in the human body is the secret to a part of life. Without it, we'd perish. It has everything within it. It nourishes the body in every nutrient that you require. Like a volcano, it has veins running right throughout the earth and it feeds the earth the lava. Well, our blood in our bodies is the lava. On my planet, and I've stated this before, I came here through a system as a walk-in. And I have never, ever raved on about that at all. 
But now I'm getting into my 70s as a human being. And I believe it's about time that humanity began to realize that there is so much more that we do not understand what is going on on our world. When I came here and opened my eyes when I was in hospital, I saw things instantly. My civilization called the Nakarons are 23 million years old in evolution. The technology is so mind-boggling that most scientists of today would never, ever be able to compute it for at least 100,000 years. The Nakarons have worked on energy from the beginning of their existence because they believed energy is everything and everything is energy. They have created everything from energy and manifested it into physical form through thought consciousness, whether it's a single Nakaron or a million Nakarons. That is what we are. And we have shared throughout the universe many forms of technology to help other worlds so they can defend themselves against barbarians. Humanity on this planet in the last 928,000 years of existence have had over 157,000 violent bloody wars. Nearly 19 billion people have perished. That is just incredible. And it's all because of three things, religion, lust and greed. And that's pretty sad. We need to step beyond those boundaries that we have created so we can evolve consciously and see the truth that there are hundreds of thousands of different life forms out in the universe. And there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of different universes. That in itself is mind-bending. Isn't it, Michael? Yeah, it certainly is. Wow, you shared so much then. And it's true. You don't harp on about being a walk-in. For those that don't know as much, could you share what is the process of being a walk-in? This is the process. The being who lived in this body was born on 21st of the 1st, 1951. He was born to his father, Jodoslav Harambura. His mother, Janina Harambura. He grew up without a mother because his mother left him when he was eight months old. And he was told that his mother perished when he was born. Complications. So he held that emotion within him, believing that it's possible he was responsible for his own mother's death. So he grew up to the age of nearly just over 17 and a half. Yes, he had his issues, he had his emotions, but he also had imagination. And that's why I chose him, because he had imagination. As a child, he would sit for hours on end on the floor with his legs folded and just think in his imagination. His father one time said to him, he said, Romak, 
Why do you sit there with your eyes closed? What is your problem? He opened his eyes and looked at his father and he said, I love you, Dad, but I'm in my imagination. That's all he said. When he was just over 17 and a half, he got a phone call from his sister asking him to come to Sydney. He couldn't afford it, so she paid for it. She took him to a house in Yaguna in New South Wales. And when he knocked and the door opened, his mother was there. He just broke down. He fell to the floor. He was so violently sick for nearly five days, he stayed there because of the emotions. When he got back home, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the emotions of rejection. And he said, I just don't want to be here anymore. I listen from a distance far away on the planet Nakaris because I was in tune with him. I approached him in his time of sleep and I said to him, do you want to stay or do you want to leave? And he said, I want to go home. I didn't know when, but he suddenly took an act and tried to commit suicide. And I was there so fast within the speed of light. And we made the connection verbally. It was a contract between the both of us, spiritually. He left, I came in. I completed his karma, which is part of the process. I got married, I had his children. And eventually, I became who I am. My name is Kantakis, from the planet Nakaris. That is who I am. And I'm proud of it, because I'm over three and a half million years old in human time. My father, my creator, was Yarkus Cardus. He's been around for billions of years. I explained that I have two brothers and a sister. So a walk-in is quite simple. One goes out, one comes in, but one must complete the karma of the one that you are in for the process to be complete. And it's, it used to be a common practice on earth. There was a man called Lopsame Rampus. He did the same thing in England, but he was rubbished, humiliated, and he basically went into hiding because he was so hurt with all the knowledge he had. I don't fear criticism or ridicule. I'm too strong. I'm too powerful within myself to be affected by simple things. So that's really an explanation, Michael. Yeah, wow. I never heard it in that much detail. So what actually happened close to the crossover? What actually happened, just so it clarifies it, when Roman drank a bottle of poison, um, which was, um, I believe, some sort of plant poison, he went into shock within about half an hour and his eyes literally rolled back in his head. He was rushed to hospital. He was put in a coma for about 11 days and during that time, he had an out-of-body experience and that's where the transition occurred. One in, one out. And Roman actually saw the doctor trying to force this thing down his throat to try and, I think, um, suck out his stomach, get all the stuff in his stomach out, all the poison. 
And he saw it. And he said, no, 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 leave it. I, I, I don't want to come back. I don't want to come back. But I came down. And what Roman saw was his grandmother. My, uh, you know, Roman's mother's mother. And she took him away to the most beautiful field. I saw it. And that's where he was asked, do you want to go back or do you want to leave? And he said, no, I want to leave. Then the transition occurred and I awoke. Wow. And so when you awoke, did you look at your hands and think, oh, they're different? Yes, I did. I said, I'm small. Because in a car on stands seven foot tall, all of us, very big people. Wow. And while we're on that topic also, I think the reason that walk-ins don't happen as often on Earth these days is because I learned from you that these beings that walk in struggle to actually handle the weight of Earth's energy. That's my own words, but do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely, Michael. That is very true. A lot of them end up drug addicts, commit suicide, or alcoholics because they can't, um, yeah, they can't handle the the lowness of a negative energy. Wow. And negative energy is so bad on this planet, it infiltrates nearly every building. And every time we step out, and if we're a negative person, and a positive person walks towards us, they walk through our aura, and it can affect them psychologically. Hmm. It's quite amazing. And that's the reason why we continually have reincarnation on the wheel of life, because we can't get off it. And then we've got these teachers that are teaching us continuously that that's a part of evolution. Yeah, that's true. But there's also a time to recognize that we don't have to live anymore to that type of conditioning and we can step beyond it. It's, it's like saying if every time you go down the steps, you fall over on a particular step because it's it's fallen out a little. Yeah. So you trip, but you keep doing it every single day and you keep yelling at yourself for falling over. It's, it's the same thing. <laughs> Eventually, somebody's got to fix the steps so you don't do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I follow you. You have reached the end of part seven of the interview with Roman Harambura on his book, The Dream Assassin, Volume 1. You can find his book at thedreamassassin.com and more on him at etcconsciousness.com. Thanks for listening. My name is Michael Yon. Stay tuned for more.